This is Craig from the Res, and you're listening to Radio Brendo Man with Captain Phil Vecchio. And I'm Phil Vecchio. And we have an interesting night planned for you. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to just take over here for a second. Um, you guys may or may not know. Well, you know because you're listeners of the show. But Brennan is actually gone um, on his WrestleMania trip this week. And uh, so he couldn't be here to record. But we needed to have new stuff to put up for you guys. But, you know, Radio Breno Man wouldn't be Radio Breno Man without Breno Man himself. So I decided to put together um, a little AI uh, program in the computer and uh, have Brendan uh, represented here as a computer program. So that way uh, we can ask him anything we want and he'll say, like, for instance, um, Brendan, like, what would you say, like, you know, whenever you and Phil have arguments, who's usually right? Phil. Exactly. You know, I mean, that kind of thing. So I could... I could have him say, I mean, he could say whatever, you know, what Brendan would say. He, he's represented there. So, uh, But in order to, uh, you know, speed things along and make it a little more interesting for you, we actually have a very special guest host with us tonight. And uh, I would like to introduce my wife, Janelle Vecchio. Hello. How are you all tonight? <laughs> Isn't that, like, kind of cheating? Like, what? your special guest is your wife? No, that's not cheating at all. The person you share a bed with. And here's why. <laughs> While that is true, um, I share a bed with other people as well. What? Yeah, Luke and Audrey are children. <laughs> I'm all, excuse me. Yeah, right before we recorded, Audrey's like, Mommy, Daddy, can I sleep in your bed? I was like, you're just going to drop this bomb on me uh, on, <laughs> on Radio Brendo Man. I'm just trying to be accurate and, you know, truthful. Um, no, it's not cheating at all, because you are not only my wife, you're also the co-host of a very cool podcast that's uh, been getting a lot of momentum as of late, also on the Benview Network. It's called we The have, Mandarian Orange Show. We have, like, fives of listeners. I don't know. Like, it's hard to know exactly, but we get reader mail. I mean, listener mail. Yeah, a lot, actually. So, yeah. So, we at least have, like, three listeners. Definitely. I listen to it. It's a great show. <laughs> Should I not do that through the whole entire show? No, I think that's I mean, Brendan, exactly a Phil joke <laughs> to be. Brendan's okay. never going to let me take over doing the show again, but I, I have this AI that like accurately represents his opinions and yeah. stuff. So. You're such a scientist. Yeah. Phil's the funniest person I know. <laughs> Maybe you could uh, make one of those to do some housework, too. <laughs> The crazy part is, like, it's sort of like his, his uh, you know, it reveals his true thoughts. Like, not, you know, none of the pretense he would normally present. Like, what do you really think about wrestling? It's dumb. <gasps> oh, my gosh. No, like, that's terrible. You, you went all the way to WrestleMania, and you don't even like it for real? No. Oh, no, this is just wrong. There's something wrong with this. I better turn off the, I better turn off the AI. It's clearly not correct. It's not accurate. 
We're gonna just My <laughs> husband is a dork. <laughs> so I'm gonna make that a robot sound now too. Well, did you make a wife version of it? I, I will now. <laughs> My husband is a dork. <laughs> Um, all right, well, we'll turn off the AI and just do, like, a regular show from now on. Oh, thanks. It was nice to meet you, animatronic Brendo. It's artificial intelligence. I didn't build a robot for him. Just a brain. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> can't even handle this. <laughs> so, uh, what's been going on with you? You got You got your show going on? What yeah, else? Tell um, us a little bit about you. I You've am, been on the show before. I have been on the show before. Um, so I've been told it was um, a popular show. Oh, you've been told correctly. People uh, enjoyed my presence Yeah. between my two brother husbands. <laughs> <laughs> you want to elaborate there on your... Uh... Well, first of all, um, something you should know about me. Maybe discussed this on your Probably other show, Probably so. Too. I'm sure people know, but it's been a while. Um, I have a little fascination slash obsession with um, the fundamentalist church. Um, that's a sect of um, the Church of Latter-day, Latter-day Saints, although they don't claim them. Yeah, polygamy. I'm a little little fascinated with it. So kind of a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. You know, we all have our weird things we're into, so. I make stupid jokes about computer voices. And and I make jokes about polygamy. Well, I don't, it's no joking matter. So okay? you, you refer to Brendan and I as your brother husband. Yes, because I take care of you guys like a wife often does a husband but it, well here's the thing you guys fight like sister wives do <laughs> so and i'm like the head of the household that bosses you guys around well and you're also like very much a you know girl power you know feminist movement type mm-hmm. person so you're also you know fighting for a woman's right to have multiple male husbands yeah. as opposed to you know the other way why is what it always got to be the guy which, you know, people have brought that up on shows like Sister Wives, yeah. and it has not been answered. It's a sin, in fact, in their religion. So, anyway, <laughs> that's a little bit about me. That's how you want to introduce yourself to the world. <laughs> not like, you're a great teacher, or you have a cool travel blog, you're a proud mother. No, you jump straight for the... Isn't this supposed to be a little weird little show <laughs> first of all it's anything but little i mean we usually tip the scales at you know three hours plus although with our new uh, you know update schedule it's a little bit smaller chunks what do you guys think are you guys enjoying that i think people have been generally you know positively responded to that i don't have time to listen to radio breno man i you only used have to. a 20 minute commute when we first started out you listened to it yeah i did then we like started growing longer and longer and longer yeah, it's 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 not that. I just I don't drive anymore. Yeah, you used to actually commute places. So I don't. Our I don't own show. Me. We started out doing like twenty five minute episodes, and now we've been over an hour the last couple times. Well, that'll be back when Bachelor season starts again. <laughs> Speaking of polygamy. Yeah, something else I love is The Bachelor. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, that's something else about me. I'm sounding like a real winner. <laughs> you are a real winner. <laughs> you won me over. Oh, 
You've already won me over. Another thing I love is uh, women in music, singer-songwriter types. So, sing Alanis songs Morissette about is the reference love. All right. All right. Well, let's get into some Radio Brendo Man stuff here. Um, we have some reader mail. Now, we... Uh, we didn't get any uh, traditional mail. I don't know, maybe Brendan's gone, and he's the one that receives a lot of it. So it's possible he received some in um, in his absence. I didn't get it. So uh, we made our own, which is what we do on our own show. If someone's not going to write to us, uh, we, we find different sources. So we actually grabbed something from the Radio Bruno Man group um, on Facebook, which uh, you should definitely join because it's a lot of fun. And uh, we got something from Matt V., and uh, this is kind of cool because it ties into some stuff that we've been doing. Um, it says, hey, Radio Brendo Man, I am starting a business in Big Bear this summer. Check out the Facebook page and keep an eye out for updates. And the Facebook page is facebook.com slash mountain room escapes. Ooh, how intriguing. Now, we actually talked about this, uh, I think it was the last episode, um, this is, this is my brother's room escape he's setting up. This is where we're going to do the first ever live radio Brendo Man show at his venue there where he's doing right. the room escape. Right, so I had gonna, heard that. So it's very exciting. Um, but there you go. There's a Facebook group. You guys can look it up and uh, start getting excited. Hopefully, if you're in California, especially Southern California, um, as we get more details on that, you'll be able to come join us for our live recording and also check out a cool room escape. Speaking of that, we did another room escape this last week. We did. I still have the bruise on my wrist to uh, prove that we did it. It was a little different than ones we've done before. We've mm-hmm. talked about it on Radio Burner Man a lot. Um, what? How is this one different? Well, um, we did it spontaneously. Usually I do some research, buy a group on, have a lot of time to research, but um, we actually looked at the movies, didn't see anything we wanted to see, so I said, let's go to a room escape. And we actually went back to one we did before. A different room a different at the room. same location. Yeah, yeah. You don't repeat rooms. That's, That's cheating. That's, like, not cool. But um, we did a new one, and it was called The Chamber. I believe so, yes. And um, they told you this in the description. Um, They blindfolded us in the waiting room and handcuffed us and then led us back with the handcuffed and chained us to a wall Yeah, in different parts of the room. And the whole premise was you were at a party and the last thing you remember is you think someone slipped something in your drink and you took a sip and then you passed out and you wake up chained to the wall in a room in the dark blindfolded and um and it's, yeah. it's kind of, i mean Chaos it's by far the most juice. freaky that we've yeah. done yeah not like terrifying but yeah. definitely like a creepy feel yeah you know somebody said like this lady at my work <laughs> i was telling her about it she's all have you checked this place out what if it's just a group of kidnappers Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> I'm like, no, I think think it's a legitimate place of business. But. Yeah, no time that it felt like we were being kidnapped. <laughs> Especially because if we really wanted to, you could have easily unscrewed the thing out of the wall. Like, it's not like you're really... <laughs> yeah, you could have you know, pulled that thing off. Yeah, that's you could have probably yanked it out because it was in, like, drywall. But the point is, like, there's, there's, it's supposed to feel that way. It's not right. a... 
You're not right. actually trapped in there. So but it was cool. We didn't get out in time because of the other people in our room. Yeah, this was the second one we did where we had a mixed party, and um, the other party was nice enough, but um, not very good at it. <laughs> and the problem. Oh no, what if the Radio Brennan Man listeners? I sincerely doubt it. And if they are, like, next time, come on, step it up a little bit. There's no way they are. But anyway. They, um, the when prob- I ask you to repeat the code, repeat the code. Yeah. And if you have a key, don't wander around and not tell anyone. <laughs> like, give me the, the key or tell yeah. someone the key. The problem with it was because we were chained up in different parts of the room, you have limited – like, you can only reach the stuff right around you. And so there's different puzzles that each person is solely responsible for. So everyone else did their stuff, and then two of the other people – like, just got stuck on it. They wouldn't, like, listen to our advice. One of them couldn't even open, like, the padlock. Like, oh, I'm not very good with she locks. She said she's not very good with locks, and she's doing a room escape. But on the fault of the room escape company, Matt V, pay attention, was we told the person in the waiting room that this was our fourth room escape, and the other group said this was their first one. So they should have put us in a place where we could have helped more. Because the stuff we had was very basic. Like, it wasn't, like, something you had to solve. Like, I had an Allen wrench to open up a box that had an Allen wrench thing on it. Like, nothing, no puzzle solving. So the puzzle solving that was really challenging was all left up to the people who had never done it before. Right. And so we got real, I mean, it took us a half an hour to get out of our initial, like, setup like that. And then once we got to the puzzle. five minutes. Right, and then once we got to the actual puzzle solving, it went really quickly, but by that time, we'd wasted too much time, so. Phil stuck his hand in a toilet. I did. It was so nasty. <laughs> there was, like, a, a clue, like, a this actually wound up being a key hidden in the toilet, like, in the bowl part, and no one was around. There was, like, a severed hand in there with a key on it. That's how competitive he is. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, someone come get this, and no one was coming, and I was like, ah. I, I was right behind you, but I wasn't sticking my hand no, in the toilet. I just did it, and so, I got it out. So, interesting, you guys talk about these on Radio Brennerman. How do you feel? Oh, oh my gosh. There's an Amber Alert. Sorry. I mean, sorry for that, too. If you guys have a Chevy, if you see a Chevy Impala, um, I don't know about, don't call them or something. I don't know. Wow. Never had that happen before. That's a first. That's exciting. Um, so, um, what I was saying was, you talked about room escapes on Radio Brendo Man, but I'm wondering how Brendo would do in a room escape. I think he'd do well, but I think it depends. I think he might have flipped out on this one being, like, blindfolded and handcuffed in the dark because then there was crawling through dark tunnels and things like that. I don't know, though. Maybe. But I think in general he'd do fine. I just don't think anyone that's going to, like, super freak him out, I don't think he'd have fun with. But he's done something like this. He's never done, like, the modern version of it, but they... Did a, uh, I think it was a Halloween haunt. One of the the haunt rooms had oh, that kind of true. thing. He he, I heard about this from him long stuff. before you heard that. So I, I think he'd do fine. This one in particular, though, because of the crawling around on the floor being handcuffed, I don't know. That one might not have been as fun for him. But in general, I think he'd do fine. Yeah, you had to get up from a 
um, sitting position and I'm pretty sure they had like, you know, night vision on their cameras watching and I'm pretty sure that my behind crack was showing. <laughs> you're, do, you're doing so the sorry, happening. room escape overseers for having to see my crack, but I, I really cameras are that accurate. wanted to get out of my handcuffs, but those people were preventing me from doing so. Yeah. And that's why I have a bruise on my wrist because I was stretching really far. Like there's got to be something I can do than just sit here for 30 minutes in the dark. The problem is that you get these, like, because you bruise like a peach. Mm-hmm. And I'm always afraid that, like, someone's going to think I beat you or something like that. I'm sure people have. Because you got, like, now you have, like, a thing around your wrist, which looks like, I don't know, I did something. Well, you did do something at the water park yesterday that oh. caused a bruise on my knee. What did I do at the water park? I don't know. You, like, put your leg on top of my inner tube and it, like... Lowered and scratched and bruised my knee on the bottom of the lazy river. <laughs> okay, that's a that's a really weird tangent, but all right. So my clumsy fatness sometimes. <laughs> you should have saved that for fat alert down below. There. Oh, I didn't know there was a fat alert. There is sometimes. Sometimes we have it. Sometimes we, you know, if it's necessary. Okay. All right. Well, so that's reader mail. Thank you, Matt V, for writing in. And uh, please, if you guys have messages or questions or whatever you want to write in, Radio Brindo Man, um, Radio Brindo at gmail.com or Brindo Man at gmail.com. And you can also go to our contact form at Radio Brindo.com. I, I think I said all those right. I might have messed up one of them, but you guys know where to find us. Um, you know what else they know how to find? What? They know how to find good podcasts on Stitcher. Oh, yes. how exciting. Isn't that fantastic? Do you listen to Stitcher? If I listen to a podcast, it is through Stitcher. No, that's good. Listen to that. I don't always listen to podcasts, but when I do, I listen to Stitcher. <laughs> you are the most interesting girl in the room, at least. So. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Stitcher is a cool thing to listen to podcasts. Please give a thumbs up or comments or whatever if you listen to us on there. And if they still have a thing for the code Radio Brindo Man, I guess you can use that. You can just put, or sorry, the code is Brindo Man. I don't know. I don't think they have that anymore. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking I about. Don't. But you know, what you do know is there's lots of other podcasts on the Binview Network that people can listen to. And um, some of which you've been on. You were on Pillage Cast. I was. So if you want to listen to more, Janelle, you can hear her on some of those archives. You're also on the Mandarian Orange Show. I am on that one a lot. Every episode. There's a new one called Podcast Review. Um, I'm pretty sure they talk about other podcasts and, you know, review them on that one. Hence the name. Oh, we should be on that. I know. We should get on to that. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know if we're ready for that yet. Are we ready to be reviewed? What if someone reviews our podcast and doesn't like it? How would you deal with that? I would hate them. <laughs> you would have hate in your heart? I would. I'd say you're stupid and I don't like you. I'm sure that would have a pretty good impact on them. <laughs> That's good. I really don't like criticism. Yeah. So if you want to really fire me up, criticize me in some way. Phil knows that from firsthand experience. I don't criticize you. Mm. Uh. Mm. 
Um, there's also another new one called The Artist Tree, which is out on Benview Network. So there's a lot of good stuff on there. People should check that out. Also, they should web they should get their websites hosted on DreamHost. Oh, you guys do like commercials, huh? That's that's what this part is. See, <laughs> the plugs section here. If people can save fifty dollars by using the link on our website, get fifty dollars off on that package. Okay. Also, they can get a free Amazon Prime trial for thirty days. If, if you, you don't have Amazon Prime, there's something wrong with you. See, that's the best plug right there. <laughs> Janelle says if you don't have it, there's something wrong with you. So I get- was like, okay, quick story. Okay. So we just went on a trip that I'm sure you talked about already. Yeah, there were. Um, and I had to go to the hotel um, office. Business center. Business center. Thank you. And I walk in, and there's these two people who I guess knew each other. I didn't know at first. But they weren't sitting. There were three computers, and I had to sit at the middle computer Okay. to print up our boarding passes for the airport the next day. And they were um, – one of them was shopping on Amazon, and he's all, I want cookie butter. Click. In my cart, like, and he's, like, narrating everything. The other girl's like, why are you putting cookie butter in your cart? That's a weird thing to buy. He's all, you can only get cookie butter this type on Amazon. She's all, no, you can't. I saw that at Walmart. You can get that at Walmart for half the price. (laughs) And they're, like, fighting back and forth. And um, they finally said to me, they're like, oh, sorry, are we, like, interrupting you? I'm like, no, I think you guys are very entertaining. (laughs) And um, she's like, I've never shopped on Amazon before. Like, can you tell me about it? Like, I'm like. Can you tell me about Amazon? And the guy's like. She doesn't trust me. She has to ask a complete stranger whether she can shop on Amazon. And so I, like, set her up. I, like, explained to her how she could um, set up an account. And she's all, do I have to enter my credit card information? I'm like, well, if you're going to purchase something, yes, you do. But you can just kind of, like, put things in your cart for now. And she's like, okay, okay. And he's like, I told you all this. I've told you this before. But anyways, those were my my funny hotel business center people, and they were, like, there long before I came and stayed long after. So if you don't want to be like them, you should get on Amazon Prime I now. I just couldn't believe she never shopped on Amazon. Yeah, how is that even a thing? I don't know. I mean, I, it was. my grandpa has bought stuff on Amazon. I mean, the guy next to me is buying cookie butter. Mm. The girl next to me. Well, never done it. if our listeners want to help the show, and they already have Amazon Prime, what they can do is buy stuff on Amazon and give us money through doing that. All they have to do is go to the website, click the Amazon link, do your shopping like normal, and we'll get a little percentage of what uh, you guys buy, and it costs you nothing extra. There's and no order report. There is. It's, it's down here. And we're going to read off what people bought. Now, there's a few things, again, Brendan... Sent me, like, the update earlier, so there's probably been more stuff since then. So don't worry if you don't hear your thing on here. Uh, but here's the things that we had in the little part of the week um, since the last time. Um, in the DVD category, someone bought Iron Giant, the director's cut. That's a good movie. Yeah. Blu-ray. I know. You know, we still don't have a Blu-ray player. Uh, we'll never get a Blu-ray player. Because what's the point, right? 
It's called Netflix. <laughs> um, in Toys and Games, someone bought a Funko Robin Pop Hero. Do you know what that is? Um, a pop star that's a Funkin' Robbo? What? Oh, a Funko Robin. Here, I'll show you. It looks like this. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah, like Batman and Robin, see? Mm-hmm. I saw yeah. a lot of those at WonderCon. Oh, yeah. So I went to WonderCon. Mm-hmm. They don't ask you if it's your first con anymore. No. You're like a seasoned veteran at this no. point. No, that was pretty funny when they asked me. Now, this is actually the most interesting here. Someone bought, or I guess pre-ordered, the PlayStation VR, the virtual reality that's coming out. Really? They still make virtual reality? Not still. Like, this is all brand new. Like, this stuff is coming out. There's, like, going to be the Oculus Rift. You don't know any about this? Wow, you're like a rare specimen. Can we, um, pretend like we already talked about it? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll just say this. Whoever bought that, please, like, write us in. I want to know what you got or what you think, you know, why you went with PlayStation how much you spend on it, and um, when you get it, actually, let us know what it's like. You're not curious, even in the slightest? No. You don't want to try virtual reality? I've never been into virtual reality. I like my reality in reality. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for uh, our Amazon. Thank you guys for buying stuff. We appreciate your supporting the show and keep doing that. And um, we got some some events. Current events somehow became this here, so... Um, go to our Facebook group. This is really interesting for me to what? see, like, how you guys stretch this into four hours. <laughs> well, for one, you don't go on as long a tangent as the other. As, as Brend- the other. As Brendan does. Um, Brendan? Yeah. Go off on tangents? Whatever are you talking about? You do go off on tangents. I mean, you've had a number already this time, but. Are somehow Brendan and I go on much longer tangents, and um, that's that's pretty much it. Sometimes Phil will have spoken for a good twenty minutes, um, like when we're on the phone together, and um, you know our phones got disconnected, and he oh, doesn't yeah. realize it. Yeah, this is true. And I'll be like, "Hello," and then I'll call you back, and you're like, "Oh yeah, my phone died a while ago." Yep. Yeah, that happens. So, if you put Brendan and I together in a room, you've heard us talk. You know how we could stretch it out for four hours. They're so embarrassing to go to Del Taco <laughs> with. Del T. I love that it's Del Taco in particular. Well, we went to Del Taco a lot in our um, when we lived in the same apartment complex. Janelle shushes us a lot. And I'm always like, oh my gosh, people are looking. <laughs> It's just like, take it down a couple decibels. Well, I already talk loud, and then when I get around Brendan, I just, like, up the decibels. You do. You, like, you guys both try to talk louder than each other. Yeah. I've also noticed during the show, you talk louder than you talk on our show. During this show? Yes. Wow. Well, it's, I'm, it's, I'm doing a different show. This is my... I know. This is this your is radio... Phil on Radio Brendo Man radio show. Man it's decibel. different. It's just a different thing. Yeah. I'm actually toned it down quite a bit for this show. Everyone's going to be, like, cranking up their whatever devices they listen to podcasts on. I think I'm a little deaf in my right ear. (laughs) Well, you should try sitting in between Brendan and I on an actual show. It's quite loud. I bet it is. 
So go to our Facebook group. <laughs> um, it's on Facebook, and it's fantastic. A lot of good stuff on there, fun, funny things. You're on our Facebook group. Yeah. You post things every once in a while. Yeah. Very rarely, but sometimes. I don't have a lot of time in my yeah. life, people. I'm sorry. Um, we also have a subreddit, which apparently is a thing. So people can go to that. I've gotten a Reddit gift box for being a teacher. That's my uh, oh, yeah. See, experience you, you with know all Reddit. About Reddit. This lady wrote me a note that made me cry, and she sent me sent me a lot of teaching supplies. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah. Um, like I mentioned, we're working on plans for our live Kickstarter event, so keep an eye out for that. You can join the Clicker Heroes clan, but I don't remember how to tell you how to do that, so you'll have to wait till Brayden comes back to do that, because, uh, I don't know. Oh then he always, uh, he put, see, Brendan put this in here, the plug for myvacationpants.com, right there. Oh, which choom is, choom. that's your travel blog. What's the new thing you have on there? Yes, so, um, I do a travel blog, which, um, I started in December, and um, I just recently um, posted my first six-part series. Well, the first part of one. Yeah, the yeah. first part of one. I'll do them every couple days. Um, but it's on Walt Disney World. And it's the family edition because I have gone as a cast member on a main gate pass. And I've gone just as a normal Joe Schmo. And um, I've gone in conjunction with a Disney cruise. You've gone with Brendan and I. I've gone with Brendan and you, so we've done an adult-only trip. So I've got, like, many variations of it, but this first one is going to be about how to take a trip with your family, budget-friendly. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Still not super budget friendly because it's Disney. It's one of the but. more expensive trips we've done. But, like, if you look at what it would cost just, you know, buying out of pocket as opposed to the way that you have it all laid out. You could go to Europe for the same price. But. Mm, I don't know. Not for the price that you did. It would be tight to go to Europe. Well, for a family of four. For a family of four, yeah. yeah. I one guess. person could. Yes. Um, but it's good. There's good stuff on there. It's well proofread, I've noticed. Yes, Phil is my editor, and um, most recently today, he was looking at it, and he said that I had to crop the photo um, in the opening scene. There's a bag of chips in the background. It's it embarrassing. like we were hoarders. We do have a cluttery house. I was packing house. for our trip to Walt Disney World. There were pop chips. It wasn't chips. clutter. There were the pop, pop chips. chips are part of my tips I give. I say, pre-buy your snacks. Because you'll never go to the grocery store because you go straight on to the Magical Express and straight to the resort where the snacks are quadruple the price. So I packed a suitcase of snacks, which included pop chips. Good. But apparently they look too cluttery for Phil. Yeah. So I cropped it and you I think can't the dirty see laundry in the background probably didn't It wasn't work. dirty laundry, it was our clothes I was all packing. All right, all right. But I guess strangers wouldn't know that. Yeah, like, without that context, they see a bag of chips and clothes on the floor. <laughs> anyway, so check out my blog. Um, get some travel tips. Share it with your friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, Mandarian Orange Show, as we said, is your your blo- uh, podcast. Yes. 
I am the co-host of Mandarin Orange Show. Um, I um, I think it's a unique look into the lives of a working married couple. <laughs> Is that the tagline now? You like that tagline? Yeah, that's totally describes what we do. <laughs> but funny and cute and endearing. Yeah. And dumb. And dumb. <laughs> and uh, we're about to record our 11th episode, so we're we're on our way. Whatever we're going to talk about, we're talking about it all on Radio Brenno Man. No, it's different, though. It's a different approach. And tomorrow, I am going to have done a field trip to the La Brea Tar Pits, and I'm totally going to be exhausted, and my heart's just not going to be in it. We'll do it, but my heart <laughs> won't be in it. Yes. That's uh, my movie quote for this. Oh, that's fun. Radio, on Radio Brenno Man, I don't usually do that. But I'll do it for this one. If you can give us the uh, the movie that that's from, I'll do it, but my heart won't be in it. If you can uh, write in before the next episode, I will email you an MP3 of a song from uh, from our band. How about that? It's a little crossover. Crossover promo. Yeah, that's one, of the, that's one of the weekly games we do on our show. Um, okay, so, so if you want more of that. <laughs> you just can't get enough of me throwing out running. <laughs> If that's not a sales pitch for our show, I don't know what is. Oh, my gosh. And if you want more robotic sounds, too. That's true. That's why, I mean, you know, it won't be always be Brennan's AI. You know, it's, it's hard to maintain that. Um, um, I will obviously. say that I have a My Vacation Pants Instagram and a Mandarian Orange Show Instagram. And I like followers because the cool thing to do is to have more followers than you follow. We haven't gotten to that point yet now, have we? Oh, no. No, we have not. <laughs> but someday. All right. Finally, in this category, uh, make sure you go to podcastadvocates.com. That's where you'll find our uh, general information about podcasting and advocates of said activity. Um, we are going to be putting together our Comic-Con Palm Springs programming. Um, actually, we're going to be announcing the full schedule soon. But we kind of told you guys about you know all the things we got lined up pretty much all of our panelists have confirmed and uh we're good to go you're going to be doing two panels and a live show how do you feel about that we'll see i might get stage fright and pee my pants that would be really fun to see so i, I hope no because we sit behind those tables so oh, so no one will be able yeah, to see yeah okay. but the next person who sits in my seat they'll see the puddle a disappointed <laughs> a little disappointed. There was a girl I sat next to in elementary school that um, would pee in pooper pants. It was like fifth grade too, okay. which is a little weird. But um, she would like never tell anybody, but you'd like she'd stand up and you could see like the little pee spot in the indent of the plastic chair. Yeah, and. She would have poop smears on her behind. And you're sure that it's it was pee and it wasn't just like a little fat sweat? She wasn't fat. Because there's nothing like on a hot day when you sit on like a plastic chair and then you like stand up and there's the like sweat outline. No. It clearly she, shows she that you were sitting there. She was not fat. She had a bladder problem and she was in um, SDC, but they mainstreamed her. Because 
why why are you just putting a kid with a bladder problem in an SDC class? It's a really depressing story. <laughs> no, it's good because they finally put her in the regular ed class. Okay. Instead of like the SDC. Oh, SDC I see what you're stands saying. for special day class. Oh, so it's a positive. So it's a bright. It's outcome. positive, and I never made fun of her until right now. Yeah, so you just undid years of goodwill. Yeah. All right, well, let's see. We uh, now are 36 minutes in, and we're getting to the stuff to mention. I gotta pee. I know, so we gotta I'm hurry. Hungry. We gotta you gonna go. pee on our couch now? I was talking about peeing your pants. Um, well, we already talked about Palm Springs, so that's exciting. If you're in Southern California, come out in August. August 26th. It'll be nice and hot. To the 28th. It's gonna be hot, but cheap. Yeah. Cheap hotels in Palm Springs yeah. in the summer, so that's good. Um, I'm just going to talk about our last minute vacation that we did this last weekend because people on Radio Brennerman love to hear about how many vacations I take. Yeah, I heard that's, that's kind of a running gag. Yeah. Yeah. Vacation from what, as uh, Mario likes to say. Now, here's the thing though, being married to someone who is a travel blogger, it's like basically part of my job to travel with you. Well, I don't feel like we go on vacation a lot. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Cue the like stream of emails. Like I don't, I don't think that we go enough. I realize that there are times when we sit down and you're like, we haven't gone anywhere, and I have to like lay out how many different places we've gone in the last few months to remind you that we travel like on a constant basis. Yeah, but I want to be a traveler for a living. I know. And I am nowhere near what I need to do to <laughs> well, do that. We're doing our darndest. I'll tell you, right now, I'm trying to convince Phil. You think Phil is bad about the vacations? I sit here and do fantasy vacations in his ear. I'm trying to convince him of a super huge one. Tell him what you just told me today you want to do for our summer. In addition to going to Texas for your brother's wedding and doing a road trip there and Comic-Con... What's the other I big one? I might go to New York, too. You might be going to New York for a training thing. What's the big trip that you just proposed today? Am I going to, like, give it away? Don't you want to, like, reveal it later if it happens? Well, I don't know. I think that... <laughs> just just tell him. We're on a show. All right. Well, so Phil had read this this thing in Westway's AAA magazine probably, like, five years ago. Which makes me sound like a really old man. <laughs> Um, West Wave is good toilet material. It's excellent toilet material. So, it was about, um, Denmark and how you could, they have, like, bike freeways and bike hotels, and if you don't have a bike there, you're totally a weirdo. So, it, you, you go there and you go on these bike vacations. Where you just, there's the, all these highways that are made up. Of bike lanes. Right. And you ride bikes, and then you stop at little towns along the way that, like, have a place to stay for bikers. You could, like, ride through the whole country. And, like, you looked in the highest altitude. Isn't right. It's a bad. very level country. So, I mean, there's, you know, it's not like you're going up and down mountains. It's all, like, flat roads. So, anyway. I was like, um, our kids are getting too big to tote in a trailer and they wouldn't be able to ride bikes themselves for that long of a period of time. Yeah, right. So. So you either have to do it when they're small enough to tow or big enough to ride along the whole way. Right. 
So I told Phil he should use his inheritance <laughs> to bring us on a um, vacation to Denmark this summer. Yes, you did tell me that. And I would like to remind you, and I will tell the listeners, my, my grandpa died. and we ta- I think I mentioned that on the show a little while ago, and I do have an inheritance coming of $1,000, which is going to pay for, like, a plane ticket to get there. Uh, a ticket and a half, according to my mathematics. <laughs> I just love that you said, let's use your inheritance. <laughs> hey, I'll use whatever I can get to get us to Denmark. That's, so, we'll see. That's, that's part of playing Fantasy Vacation, though, is you got to throw out a lot of ideas and then... See which one winds up being the... You know, I found the, really good airfare. I believe it. LAX, stopover in Iceland to Copenhagen for like six fifty. Just spectacular for, you know, for that, I'm sure. Well, maybe the two of us can go. We'll leave the kids back here. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm still traumatized by when my parents left behind and went to Hawaii. Yes. Don't do it. That's true. They would be sad. Yeah. Well, maybe you can, like, use that as a incentive for them to learn how to ride their bikes. Because they haven't quite persevered on that. Speaking of my parents going to Hawaii, it's a funny thing that came up, like, recently. I don't know if you remember this. You, I know you remember this. On our honeymoon, we went to Maui, and there's a road that goes around to the backside of the island to the city oh, called Hana. Right, 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 right. The road to Hana. It's kind of famous. I think there was like a song or something about it. Um, but it's like this, you know, real tight winding road and it goes around the backside of the island. And then you get to Hana, which is, you know, like a little town. And then there's like, that's where the famous, some of the waterfalls, the seven pools, seven sacred pools, that kind of thing, are around the backside. And the road comes to sort of a dead end and continues along like past that it becomes a single lane road that's carved out of the side of a cliff basically it's just enough for one car to go one direction if you come upon a, upon a car going the other way you have to back up until there's a little like hole cut out into the cliff for you that to pull into sometimes very far it's sometimes very far it's sheer drop you know off on one side and then sheer cliff up above you on the other side so when you get to the rental car place they tell you like you can go down to the to the spot, but there's a spot where it'll say don't take rental cars past here. And the famous story is that my parents, when they went to Hawaii, when I was a kid, they left me with my grandparents. They told them that too. And my dad, you know, being the adventurous type, wound up doing it anyway. And he always said, yeah, you know, and they didn't know and blah blah blah. So when we went, I told Janelle the same thing. Like we're gonna go, and it's fine. My dad and mom did it. And, you know, blah blah blah. We'll be fine. So we go on this perilous road. You were on Dramamine and Loopy. I was Dramamined out. Because you probably would have freaked out more. I mean, it's it was the scariest road I've ever driven on. Single mm-hmm. lane, again, just carved into the side of a cliff. And against the rental car agreement. And against find. the rental car agreement. But we went across, and it was fun. It was beautiful, blah, blah, blah. So just this last weekend, we were talking to my mom and dad, and we just somehow that came up. And my dad was like, we never did that. I'm like, no, no, you always told me about how you went. And they said when they rented the car, the rental car agreement said they weren't allowed to go on the first part, the, the regular part, road the to road Hana. Because apparently back then it was a little rougher than it is now. So I did. we did this whole thing under the, the premise of, oh, yeah, 13, 13 years, years where you're like, yeah, oh, no, it's fine. My parents did it, so we can do it. 
You're a rule breaker. So now when our kids go, they'll be like, oh, it's fine. It's not fine. It's scary stuff. It was awesome. Yeah. And remember, like, the dashboard went out? Yeah. Like, the whole thing. You couldn't, like, tell the gas or the the mileage. But that happened, like, before we went on the road. Yeah, it wasn't related to that. And the problem is we didn't want to, like, turn it in because then we would have had to waste a day of our honeymoon going, like, driving back to the rental car place. Like, we wanted to do stuff. So And also, remember, um, neither one of us. We're 25 because we got married. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you were almost 25. I was almost 25. We went in April, and you you're, you you turned 25 in June. So they made us pay for the super insurance. So it was like. So I was like, we're gonna bang okay. the thing out of this car. <laughs> Trying to be PG. Brennan sometimes goes beyond that, but you don't have to. I'm going to bang the Satan's domain out of this car. Whoa. (laughs) All right. You have uh, one thing you wanted to mention, which I think is very good for Radio Breno Man. Yeah. So um, I'm going to bring a little little Brendo uh, talk to the the show. Um, So I was taking a plane flight back that had – some cable television channels on Mm -hmm. it and the kids were like occupied you were doing something and I had my headphones and I couldn't find anything to watch so I came across this show that seems a little interesting and you like reality shows I love reality shows they're like my soap operas you know um they're what soap operas were (laughs) yeah Housewives of before reality television. Okay. It's okay. great. So um, it was about these, like, ladies, and they kept, like, talking about their career. So there were, like, these different, like, ladies, and it was following their lives. One of them was, like, getting a divorce. One of them was, like, just married. One of them wanted to get pregnant but the sister said she was in the business with her. And I was like, what? What the heck do they do for a living? What's the business? I'm like, watch the whole, you know, hour show. <laughs> and I cannot figure out what they do for the business. Um, but you liked it. Like, you got involved with their it. drama. I liked it. I knew their whole story. I mean, at the time, I even knew their names. But I, I don't remember. It was a while ago. So, um... When as soon as I got into internet again, I'm like looked up the show. It was called Total Divas, <laughs> which still didn't tell me anything. But apparently, it was about wrestling girls. And Brennan was so excited when he found out that you watched a wrestling yes. show. Yes, and let me tell you, um, Brennan knew a lot of stuff about these chicks. Brennan knows wrestling. I don't know if you realize that. So I was just kind of happy that he knows about. Um, female wrestling too, because I am a feminist. You'd be proud of him. On the last episode, he talked about at WrestleMania that I, I think it's WrestleMania or one of the wrestling things he's going to that there's like a thing where because they're there for like four or six hours, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever it is, like it's really long, and so they have to like plan on doing pee breaks and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Got to go to the restroom, got to get food, and. So a lot of times people will plan to do it while the women are wrestling, and it's like really rude. Oh, and it's, wow. 
Right. And so he said that he he plans ahead of time with snacks and bathroom or whatever so that he's there to support them because that's like, you know, that's horrible that they would do that. So And they do a good job, you know, they're chauvinist pigs. So but but Brendan is his he's fighting the good fight. That's good, Brendan. On the wrestling front. You better not take a pee break during the Divas. You better not. And I was gonna quiz you on it. Yeah. Anyways, it was a good show. Um, check it out. Total Divas on E. <laughs> Is it still? I have no idea. I don't know. It was <laughs> when I watched it, whenever that was. All right. Well, Brendo's not here to update, and his AI is broken, obviously. So um, we'll just have to hear what's going on with him. But he's in. He's at WrestleMania. I just talked to him, and uh, he's having a good time. So he ate good barbecue. From yeah. what I overheard. So th- yeah, this is our. Uh, here's. This is, I'm just telling you what I heard. <laughs> just telling you what I heard. He hung out with a friend from college. Yeah. I I did see that his aunt was trying to get a hold of him. Yeah, I think they went out and got some food. Yeah. So this this is uh, rumblings from Facebook. Yeah. Thank right. you, social media. <laughs> All right, we should uh, move along here if you want to uh, get to bed and whatnot. So and he, uh, it's time for book corner. <laughs> So, why don't you tell us what you've been reading lately? Well, um, I recently finished a book called Bathing and the Single Girl. Yes, and you got this with Brendan. I did, and um, I got it because of Brendan, because Brendan, for my birthday or Christmas or something, took me to go see the Blaze podcast live. With Lizzie and Kat. With Lizzie and Kat, and... um. They had Emily Valentine, I think her name's Elise McCarthy, I think so, don't quote me on that, but she played Emily Valentine, the crazy girlfriend of Brandon Walsh in the 90210 series, and um, she was on their show, like, live, live, and she's really funny, just, like, a really, like, powerful woman who, you know, was definitely, you know, girl power. And I met her, and Brennan bought her book for me. And um, I read it, and um, it was definitely a little, um, it was a little depressing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was, like, not really any resolution it was just like her life got worse and worse and worse. And did you enjoy it? I mean, I enjoyed it. It was like it was enjoying like I enjoyed reading it. I didn't like wasn't bored with it, but I was like, there's gotta be like something better that happens to this girl. So it's not a happy ending type book. I feel like it was a little bit of like autobiographical. Yeah. You know, realistic fiction, if you will. <laughs> and um, I think that she's still single in real life. She was engaged to Jason Priestley for a time. Wow. In real life. Um, so I don't, you could see some tributes to that. It was really funny. There was a really good diarrhea scene <laughs> that made me laugh. Now, the funny thing about this book is my mom came to our house like a couple weeks ago and you had it in the bathroom yeah and she came out she went to the you know used the facilities mm-hmm. and came out and she's like what's this book you're reading and she thought it was my book first of all and she misread the title and thought it was bathing a single girl and he she thought i was reading some book about how to 
Give it back. Does your mom think I don't read? No, she just, for whatever reason, I was home and Why you weren't. Why she th- okay. The cover is a woman in a bathtub. Right, so she thought it was a book for, like, a guy on how to give a girl a bath or something. I don't know. She just had this, she leapt to crazy conclusions. I'm offended, Mom. Well, I think she was more, like, what, like worried that I was trying to, I don't know, give a bath to a girl or something. I don't know what she thought. It was funny, though. Oh, my gosh. Bathing a single girl. Yes, I read, too. I think she knows you read. <laughs> you just weren't here. I was here. Oh, okay. <clears throat> anyway. I also read an amazing book called Bossy Pants by Tina Fey. This was one of Phil's romantic gifts to me. Yes, it was. You still owe me a lot of those, I, by the way. I've got a document. Phil Our got listeners me, like, know about 12 this. romantic gifts. I've gotten, like, four. The problem is, is that most of the time when you want something, you just buy it. Oh, so make me out to be some, like, shopaholic. No, it's not like that. It's just, like, I don't know. I don't ask permission. That's what I mean. Like, you just, you just when you want something, no, you get it. No, there are plenty of things I don't buy. That is why I don't have my L-shaped couch from Costco. Well, I'm not getting you a romantic gift that's $1,500. It's, like, 500 No, it's, like, 1000 No. It's more. No. That's ridiculous. I want that comfortable L-shaped couch that I can sleep on. Um. Anyway, um, I, it's such a good book. It made me, it made me laugh out loud. It's the Tina Fey one. It's so smart. She's so funny. Like, but you had one major issue with. I it. did have one major issue. Um. I don't know if you've talked about this on the show. I'm sure we have at some point. I am what you call a lactivist that's a breastfeeding advocate. Sorry if that makes you uncomfortable, but hashtag normalize breastfeeding. Okay? No, don't care. Boobies are for babies. Whatever you want to say. Okay? I'm not, like, I'm not majorly crazy political about many things but when it comes to breastfeeding and a woman's right to breastfeed and a baby's right to breastfeed I am like majorly you know for it and she had a chapter where she apparently only breastfed her kid for two months and um she made fun of people who encouraged her to breastfeed she called them breastfeeding Nazis. So is this enough to, like, throw out? Do you throw out the baby with the bathwater? Do you throw out the Tina Fey because of this? Just that chapter. Just that chapter? Because, like, she – well, I guess the other thing, too, is she was a workaholic mom. Like, I mean, she was doing 30 Rock at the time she had her right. child, and she never saw her child. And – it's 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 a hard balance. It's a it's a hard balance. I know as a working mom, um, but her, like, why did her husband have to work if she was working? I don't know. It's just I don't know. I know that I don't. I know. And well, not in, not in a, you know. Well, and way. that that was what what was important to me. Like, I don't understand. She's a celebrity. She has a lot of money. <laughs> why couldn't her husband? Stay home with the kids. And I'm pretty, her husband was in writing or entertainment or something. I think they met during, um, 
they met during the it's not the groundling upright citizens were great yeah. they met during that and um so you know maybe he was trying to get his career started too but i don't know i just think if you decide to have children you have to make some sacrifices like they didn't ask to be brought into this world so you know sometimes sacrifices have to be made exactly so that would be my one thing about it but um she had some funny things about being fat yeah some funny things about being skinny some funny things about being a woman in a male dominated industry um she's hilarious and i still love her that's good despite her rubbing me the wrong way about the so if you ever meet her in person will you mention that first or will you like chat with her about other things and then launch into that no i'll hug her and be a major fangirl and be like oh, no. now let's talk about breastfeeding <laughs> probably not probably okay. not all right didn't know how like hardcore we're talking <laughs> All right, well, um, I will be talking about Harry Potter with Brendan when he gets back, so we're going to move along here. Good, because I've never read them. I know. You're not a not a, a fantasy fan? I'm a teacher, and I haven't read Harry Potter. You teach second grade, to be fair. Well, I used my Scholastic Reading Club points to buy you the whole series. That's true. So maybe I will. You're, so you're, you're a part of... You uh, supply most of the books that are read. Scholastic Reading Club is just the best thing to happen to teachers everywhere yeah um and it supplies if you're a teacher and haven't done scholastic reading club i will give you a code that'll give us each 1500 points so just shoot radio brenda man an email and i'll get you that code or you can email janelle directly at mandarian orange show at gmail.com there you go um and uh, a lot of the books that we've read for the book club here on radio brenda man have come from that, including you're the one that discovered James Riley, who did Half Upon a Time I in the Story. I did. Here. I did. I feel very connected to that. Um, it was in the like, um, it was like on sale or it was like up and comers or something. And I was like, I'm going to use my scholastic points on this book. And now, fast forward it here, and, and it's you amazing. Had him on the show twice. Twice. We got a, we're working on the second one. The He's third a one. really cool dude. Very cool. If you want to join our book club, go to RadioBrendo.com and click the book club link, and you should do that. It's on Goodreads, and it's cool. Um, all right. Well, we're going to skip down. We did see a new movie. So new movies. We'll talk briefly about it. What did we see? We saw BFGW2. My BFGW2. Or yeah. MBGFW2. FGW. My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2, which seems like a little bit of an unwieldy title. I think they could have maybe named it something different. My Parents' Big Fat Greek Wedding. No, that would give away. They were keeping that a secret in the preview. All right. So, spoiler Major alert. spoiler. I guess. But that happened, like, in the first ten minutes of the movie, I feel like. Hmm. Well, whatever. Sorry. Spoiler I, alert. I um, more enjoyed the leather recliner I was sitting in while I watched it. That's funny. Cause in that's, the movie itself. That's two movies that we've seen at that theater now that that's been the response. Because that's also where we saw Batman versus Superman. Come on. Come on, New Harkins. We've got to see some good movies here. It's not their fault. You know, um, it was cute. 
It was fun to see on our anniversary. It had all the people back in it again. Um, I did, I did lull a couple times. Yeah, there times. were some really funny parts. But it but, definitely um, didn't have the same, it wasn't as tight of a story as the first one. Yeah. The first one's just a perfect little story, and this one I feel like undid a lot of that. And it seems funny, too. For those that, I mean, everyone knows my taste in movies is weird and blah, blah, blah. But I went kicking and screaming to go see the first one. Your mom liked it. Mm-hmm. And then she said she wanted us to go see it with her. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it sounds horrible. It sounds like this girly movie. Why don't you guys just go? And she really wanted me to go see it, too. And I it wound up like, loving it. Right before we got married. Yeah, and it was great. And one of our first DVDs we ever owned. So um, I definitely uh, I love that movie. But... This one was just, it was okay. We we had fun with it, but it was messy. It was sort of the Batman versus Superman of romantic comedy sequels, I would say. Mm-hmm. Too many characters, too much going on, not a cohesive enough storyline. Too many cooks. And a stupid appearance of, of Aquaman. Oh, no, that's just Batman. I forgot. Um, that was good. That was a good Radio Brendo. I tried. I tried to be Radio Brendo Manish. All right. DVD on demand corner. We'll go through this quickly here. I uh, I Can watched I another in the bathroom. No, this? you're a part of this. You're in the middle of this. I'm gonna pee my panties. You can't like go in the middle. Like that girl in fifth grade. Well, that's what we're trying. We're working for here. Ugh. Uh, you, me, and the apocalypse. I watched another episode of that, and um, it's really cool. You gotta watch this. You're gonna like it. If I could have a dime for every time you say that, you'd have about ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have more than ten bucks. No, it's it's super good. Um, it's just it's a cool blend of like drama, suspense, suspense, and then comedy. And Jenna Fisher's great. You should watch it just for her alone. She's fantastic. Oh, Jenna Fisher's in it's it. Jenna Fisher and Megan Mullally. Megan Mullally. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'll you would love Jenna it. Jenna Fisher. Yeah, is she's my amazing. Girl. Like she is intense and funny and scary, and it's rad. All right. Rob Lowe, also. I love Rob Lowe. And um, some other good folks in it. Does Brenno scratch your head while you do your show no, together? No, this is definitely a different uh, <laughs> type. I don't lean up against him and pat his thigh, and then he doesn't rub my head. So that's a little different. Kiss you on the cheek. No, that, that, that doesn't usually happen. Okay. So um, not that the listeners can see that, but now they have a little peek into uh so, I watched, I've been catching up on an MTV show called Awkward. Um, I know that Brendo is into the teen Yeah, so you can fill in. drama. You can fill in that slash side comedy. Of it. So, um, it's, a, it's a really good show. It's very clever. Sometimes a little too clever. And I don't follow it because I'm too old. But, um. <laughs> it's too clever and you're too old. Yeah, I, like, don't get, like, the, um, the youth references. Okay. Um. Like what? Like Twitter? They talk very, like, except they're saying words that I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) I like your awkward Um, voice. That's good. I know that, like, at one, like, in one scenario, um, the, the guy, the main guy in it, um, has, fa- he was adopted and he's like 
trying to reconnect with his biological father. Okay. It's that they never refer to him in that. He's just bio dad. Yeah, but you don't, you speak like that all the time. I do. So there's some of it I get because I speak like a valley girl, but a lot of it I is way over my head. I'm like oh, wow. old school valley girl, and they're like new school valley girl. OGVG. <sighs> yeah, a lot of stuff like that. That's just how I talk, though. So, if you're into that kind of thing, awkward right. fun. Um, I also watch Fresh Off the Boat. You've watched that one, right? Oh, yeah, I love it. But you're, like, way behind on it. Yeah. It's great, though. Really good. Um, It's the... Well, I've talked about it before, but it's the one that... you he, He's the Asian family that goes down, and uh, I think they're Chinese, and they move to Florida. Yeah, they move to Florida and open a restaurant down there. Eddie Huang. Yeah, I've seen it. Okay. I just don't know if you remember it or not. The it's rapper great. kid. Yeah, and he's into hip-hop and stuff. It's mm-hmm. really funny. This most recent one, there's a lice outbreak at school. so you. Oh, my gosh. I have that going on in my yeah. class this week. And they, like, everyone goes in quarantine. It's like, it's like outbreak. They kind of, like, structure it like outbreak where everyone keeps going into quarantine. And so funny. It's really People funny. People get really freaked out about lice. Yeah, it's good. Um... I also, um, randomly, so I was, like, working on, what was I putting together? Maybe our last show I was editing or something like that. So a lot of times I like to have, like, I'll just put something on in the background, you know, while I'm doing stuff. And, um, so I put on, I don't know, I think it was probably from the 60s or 70s, and I think it was a a BBC production of The Hound of the Baskervilles, an old uh, Sherlock Holmes movie. It was really good. It was a really good version of it. Now, it's not going to help anyone, because I can't remember what version it was or who the actors were that were in it, but um, it was really, it was was clever. I like to watch stuff like that. And finally, the current show that I've been watching with the kids um, you know, sometimes we put like to put on a fun show in the afternoon or whenever, and uh, it's called The Misadventures of Flapjack, and I'm super excited that it's on Hulu now, because I used to like catch an episode here and there when we, when we lived in hotels, I was like, oh, I want to watch more of the show, and then I never could catch more, and it's super weird. It's like Rin and Stimpy levels, except it's not quite as gross and bad. I think you probably would be super irritated by it if you watched it with us. Mm-hmm. It's great, though. Sounds like I it's, would. It's a kid. It's like a captain, like a pirate captain, and his mate is like boy, like not mate, but like his first boy or whatever, cabin boy. But they live in the mouth of a whale, and they travel it's around like and have adventures. Audrey's most traumatizing experience. Yeah, but she likes it. Okay, maybe she's over that now. I think, I think she's gotten over the okay. whale thing. All right, and then uh, Netflix corner. You have something you watched on Netflix. I did. Um, this past weekend, I um, have my profile labeled Mommy. And, and in <laughs> Mommy's profile. suggested watch list was Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. And it says it was because I watched Gossip Girl. This is definitely on the Mommy and profile. And Gilmore Girls. And both people from those shows are in this movie. So, um, anyway. You get very different suggestions than I do. Yeah, I guess I do. Um, it was really cute. It was good. I cried. Um, but I did tell you this. This might be a little deep. I don't know. I don't know. Radio Breno Man gets deep. We get deep occasionally. But I said, like, it's hard for me to watch movies with daddy issues. Um, 
I won't go into detail about my daddy issues, but um, you I could did. Say you're a child of divorce. I'm a child of divorce of multiple divorces in my childhood, and um, everything just gets wrapped up in a pretty bow in these types of movies, and it makes me sad because my issues were never wrapped up in a pretty bow and well, probably that's never how it will works be. In real life. Um, but, um, yeah, that's my only thought on it. Like, I mean, The Parent Trap was, like, my favorite movie growing up. Me and my sister, we would, like, play Parent Trap and think about ways to get, um, Mommy and Daddy Steve back together, and we just needed to go to camp and be twins, and... But they get back together in that one. I know, I know, that's, that's what I'm saying where my, like... My, um, where my sadness about it started because I was so hopeful as a kid. And that's a theme in many, many movies. It could be like the worst dad, like horrible in the movie. And he always ends up apologizing and saying, I want you to be a part of my life. Yeah. It's rare that it's a realistic portrayal of that. Anyways, in the sisterhood of the traveling pants, there's a, there's a couple girls with um daddy issues and they get resolved spoiler alert <laughs> you just spoil the end of the movie you don't know what kind of daddy issues <laughs> all right um we uh one last final section here we're talking video games what you've been playing tags 3ds tags yeah I'm getting to the point where people don't have puzzle pieces anymore, finally. Well, I always have them. Yeah, you're only one. Because I'm, I'm only like nine short of having them all. Yeah. Because they added new puzzles. It's so, like, slow. Like, I wish you could just, like, I press down the thing and, like, it takes so long. Like, but I want to complete stuff. It does, it scratches that itch, that, like, collecting thing that you like. crazy. Um, I like, um, my favorite tag games are Garden (laughs) and Ghost House. I don't think that's what either of them are called, but that's good. I make up my own names for things. Now, we're in the midst of a Monopoly season at McDonald's right now. Mm -hmm. And, um, we've been getting a lot of tags because McDonald's also has the tag things. The relay, whatever. And uh, so between all of our McDonald's trips, how many? Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been like filling them up left and right. Plus, we went to SeaWorld and Legoland this last weekend. And WonderCon. Last and WonderCon. So, uh, My tags were still full from WonderCon last weekend. Uh, let's be real. It's driving me crazy. Uh, and I hate it when I tag Phil like five times. Like just taking up all my room and my tags. Well, it's fun. One last video game thing that I'm going to mention. I, I guess it's it's more of an app, but i got to mention it here because I don't know where else it would fit. But um, Miitomo, which is the Nintendo Nintendo's like social media me-related app thing. I don't even know what it is exactly. It's so weird and awesome. It launched um, a couple days ago. And... Um, yeah, you can you can I'll, I'll talk about Mitomo for a minute and Janelle's going to uh go and take care of her business. Uh rarely does it happen, but that's okay. 
Anyway, um, Mitomo launched this last week, and it's so weird and cool. It's this. It's it's a social media app. You have your me that you know you can transfer it over from your 3ds or Wii U or whatever, which I did. And then you add friends like you would on a social media thing, but then the friends are, of course, their me's as well. And you don't just, like, have a wall that you post stuff on. The, the app poses questions to you, and you answer them, and then people can see the answers that you said, that you put, and they can like them or heart them, and then they can comment back on them. So it's... I mean, it is a social media thing, and I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen anybody go, like, totally crazy, but, you know, a lot of times Nintendo's known for super, like, you know, censoring and stuff, and I'm not sure, but, like, I've written something about toilets and someone else wrote about poop and stuff, so at least you can do that kind of thing. Uh, so, anyway, you guys should totally add us on there. Um, if you're friends with us on Facebook, um, once you join, you know, it'll it'll um, pop up on there, but... Brendan's on there, and I'm on there. Josh Anderson, friend of the show and host of Extra Damage, is on there. Andrew Lindy of Benview Network is on there, um, and I'm sure others. I know Quinn, who's listener of the show, is on there. Um, so, you know, you guys should get on to Mitomo and uh, we'll have some fun. Plus, it's linked to your My Nintendo account, and um, that there's all kind of, you earn coins that you can use for real, like, downloadable prizes. Um, there's a uh, Legend of Zelda Picross, or as Josh tells me I'm supposed to say Picross, but I still say Picross. Um, there's a game that you can get for free once you like earn enough coins. Um, there's other, you know, um, DLC for games like um, like Pikmin and some other stuff. Um, the my, Luigi, New Super Luigi, I think, is one of the ones on there. And there's um, uh, like full like virtual console games and stuff. So it's really cool. It's all free, and you should join us on there, and uh, it's cool. I'm back from peeing. That was good. I could talk for that long. You are long-winded. Did you wash your hands? No. Here, I'm going to put them in your face. Gross. You can smell the soap. All right. It's time. It's time. It's Marmaduke time. Oh, gosh. That's our theme song. Brendan does it better, but. Um, so, Brendan is not here. Um, his AI is broken, as you know, so, um, we actually looked up a Marmaduke strip here, and I'm just going to read the, uh, Marmaduke right off of, um, Google, where, and since it's, because I don't have his book here is the problem, and, um, the cool part is, it's, it's not in the book, the book's like a little, you know, black and white, you know, paperback, and this one is like a Sunday, um, full color, full color, uh, looks looks like it's eight panels long. So we got a special bonus one oh here. Gosh. And this is just we just googled it and this is what popped up. There's actually a title for this one. It's called Girly Dog, which um we'll, we'll see how this goes. Um, all right. So we got um, the little girl and her friends and they're dressing up Marmaduke in um like an old lady's outfit. Marmaduke looks pretty miserable, wouldn't you say? Poor old yeah. sap. The one girl says, "How do I put this shoe on?" On, what does that say? On leg Bigfoot. It does say leg Bigfoot, right? Mm-hmm. Log Bigfoot? Leg Bigfoot. Yeah, leg Bigfoot. I feel like that's a typo. Like, did we find a mistake? How do I put this shoe on leg Bigfoot? <laughs> Is that what that says? Does it say his? 
Oh, it says his in fancy. No, that that's bad. That looks like it says leg Bigfoot. It does. Well, I'm going to assume that he means his there, but that's weird. All right. How do I put the shoe on his big foot? And then the other one says, hold still. Lift your paw so I can put this glove on, says the third. The next panel. Marm, you're gorgeous. Yes, yes. Marmaduke's like dressed up, looks miserable. Here's another one where they're torturing Marmaduke, by the way. So this is, we've been going kind of down kind of a dark tunnel with Marmaduke. We found it's a little yeah. deeper than we thought. Do like dog people like this strip? Well, that's the thing. We thought that's what it was. Like animal abusers. But we thought at first it was just for people who love animals and like, oh, dogs are funny. But like. The the family in this like seriously abuses the dog. It's always depressed. I mean, look at him now. The next panel, they're pulling. They put him in a wagon. He's still in the women's clothing. He's like drooping and miserable. The one girl says, "We're taking you for a ride to show you off." And the other one says, "Hold on." They drag him by a bunch of cats, and the cats are mocking him. But the kids say, "The cats love you. See how happy they look." And they're like mocking him, deriding his very appearance. Then they take him by a bunch of boys. These boys like how you look. And then the boys are yelling out, Woohoo! Hello, princess. You're such a sweetie. You hoo, girly dog. Hello, cutie. So they're all making fun of him. He looks miserable. Then they bring him by a bunch of other dogs. Ruff, ruff, ruff. And the dogs are all barking at him. And Marmaduke, like, leaps out and runs away, going, Ah! And he's miserable. It says, R. And the girls yell out, Marm, where are you going? Oh, my. Apparently, Marm is his nickname. We've never heard that before. <laughs> like, is it like a school Marm? But no, I get it. I think it's Marmaduke. Yeah. A nickname. In the last panel, we have the dad, Phil. The dad's name is Phil, we found out. And the mom. And they're looking in the bedroom under the bed. The dad says, what now? And the mom's like looking under the bed. She says, he's been hiding under the bed ever since the girls took him for a ride in the wagon. And that's the punchline. <laughs> So, animal abuse, and then there are animals hiding under the bed. Yeah, and now this is the thing. Like, this has been a theme. Most of the ones we've been reading end up with the dog, like, hiding somewhere. Poor Marm. So, this is another one where the family just abuses him to the point where he has to go hide from them. We never did that to my Cody Doty Doofus dog growing up. That's good. I'm glad. Cody Doty Doofus dog was the most well-treated dog in all the land. <laughs> Now this one has a bonus thing on it, and I don't. Those of you that actually saw Marmaduke in the newspapers will remember this. But Marmaduke and Heathcliff had these little like little tag things at the end where people would write in supposedly and tell their like little short funny stories about their animals, mm-hmm. which always just made it that much stupider for me. Like I hated these things, mm-hmm. but um, this one has it. It's called Doggone Funny. That's like their little segment at the end here. So someone wrote in from Getsville, New York. Michael and Laura Garrick have Duncan, a Cavalier King Spaniel, who chases airplanes. When one flies overhead, he runs after it, barking. They hope he never catches it. Wow, what a unique dog you have. Something that barks at vehicles? (laughs) Isn't that the worst? That's just crazy that they would have a dog that did that. And the people would write, I mean, I'm assuming they actually wrote in. Who could have just made that up? Who knows? just made that up. My dog like goes and barks with airplane. Mail. No, but see, I don't actually make it up. <laughs> I'm not like manufacturing it. I'm just finding creative sources to, uh, you know, derive it. from. I mean, apparently it's a successful comic, so I guess you got reader meal. I guess, but man, Michael and Laura were probably so excited to have their 
dog and airplane doodles. We should look at Michael and Laura Garrick and see if they're like really people. <laughs> should I Google it? No. Okay. Move on. All right. All right. Well, that's Marmaduke um, for the week. Little little sidetrack from the storyline we've been on, but man, it fits right in with the theme. So, um, and I think that's gonna do it for this special episode of Radio Brendo Man. Thank goodness. <laughs> Thank you for uh co hosting it with me tonight, Janelle. You're welcome. You guys can uh wanna do your plugs, tell everyone where to find you. Yes, please. Um the thing I'm really working on is my Facebook, my vacation pants likes. Yeah. Get that up over 110, please. All right. And then um, very specific. read my blog, myvacationpants.com, and then um, like my vacation pants on Instagram because I'm trying to hit 400 followers. All right. And what about, like, the show, actually, Mandarin Orange Show? I'm going to let you plug that. All right. Well, you listen to Janelle and I. If you, if you enjoyed tonight and you want to hear more like that, except about different things than Radio Brenner Man... You can listen to the Mandarin Orange Show at MandarinOrangeShow.com. But a lot of different Some things. similar. So there's definitely some overlap. Um, check us out on Facebook and Instagram and all those wonderful things. Um, for Radio Brindo Man, you can go to RadioBrindo.com for all of your Radio Brindo Man needs. Send us an email and uh, join our book club and all those wonderful things that you guys always do. Check out Benview Network and the wonderful family of podcasts that you can find there. BenviewNetwork.com. And, uh, yeah, I think that's that's going to about do it. Um, anything else that you wanted to add, Janelle? I never told my um, Phil and Brendo story. Oh, well, did you want to tell a Phil and Brendo story? Well, I think I should since I'm here. We did the plugs, but I guess we'll just fit it in after. It's not like Brendan and I have never talked after we did plugs. Yeah, I heard that never happens. No, it doesn't. It's a strict rule around never, here. Never, ever. But we'll make an exception for you. All right. What's your story? I'm scared now. I don't remember what I told last time. Do I don't you remember? Know. Well, I, I don't know. I have no idea. All right. Well, so this one time we went to Six Flags Magic Mountain. Okay. And um, because we all had passes. Okay. And... um. Phil and I were secretly having a romantic relationship. (laughs) Okay. But we didn't want things to be weird with our good friends since everybody knew us as Phil and Janelle, the friends, not Phil and Janelle, the romantic cute couple. (laughs) So um, I was like, man. I really want to, you know, hold Phil's hand and, like, kiss him and stuff. But we were hanging out with Brendan at the Six Flags all day. So we got on the log jammer. And and somehow, I don't know, like, if we planned it or not, but we made Brendan sit in the front. Well, yeah, no, because he always is like, no, I don't want to sit in the front. And we're like, oh, yeah, 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 sure. We're and then like, we would, yeah. And then we would, like, hop in the back, and he's like, come on, guys. It's totally mean. But. It was so mean. And and so then we, like, I got to lean back on you and sit yeah. between your legs and yeah. hold hands with you. And every time Brendan looked back, we were like, ha, ha, ha. And then, like, um, but we had our little secret Phil and Janelle relationship. And, and at the very end, 
Oh my gosh, it was like the hugest tidal wave ever. Yeah. Like well, the three of us in the log. The three um, of us in the log caused some uh, well, some major title. There's wavage. also jet stream. We did it twice on that same because remember on we did it again. One. Oh no, next time, sure, sure, sure. Of course, yeah. we're gonna sit in the back. Phil and I had to have our little romantic rendezvous, little mid ride makeout. And you guys, Brendan, Brendan was clueless. He did not know what was, it was going great. on. Great, none of our friends did. They were all shocks. <laughs> It was it was kind of fun having a little clandestine encounter. Yeah, it was definitely fun. So, um, sorry, Brendan, that you were our our um our I don't know what I don't know. Like, so we could go out on a date without going. Yeah, out that's on a true. Date. He was like, yeah, it was like the we we used. We're just going as friends. Yeah, we just went as a group. But then, like, it was yeah. secretly, like, our chance to go on a date. Yeah. So, um, that's my Phil and Brendan story. We had a lot of fun doing stuff with Brendo. Yeah. I mean, we still do, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, back in the, back in the college years. Back in the college years. I had uh, many adventures, many adventures with those two. Yeah. So, anyway. All right. That's a good little story. Thank you. So, uh. Any last things to chime in before we close out? No. Think about me when I'm on a field trip with 100 plus kids at the La Brea Tar Pits tomorrow. <laughs> I will. I'll be thinking about you all day. Okay. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for supporting us, as you always do. Um, and uh, I think that's going to do it. Thanks again, Janelle, for being on the show. No problem. It was fun. So, for Radio Brendan, I'm Brendan Greasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. Have a good one, everybody.
This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. I'm Mark from Comic Nerds Unite, and this is my hetero life mate, Tim. What's up, Mark? And what's up, world? Comic Nerds Unite is a comic book podcast, plain and simple. Our mission statement is bringing nerds together to talk comics. So we pick a book or graphic novel that we all read and discuss it at length. Then we talk about some of the books we read for the week. I love comics! Me too, buddy. Check us out on ComicNerdsUnite.com or on iTunes. Comic Comic Nerds Nerds Unite. Unite!